Investing in your business can be a wonderful way to grow wealth and live the life you want. That's what I'm doing. But investing in someone else's business can be even better. In my opinion, this is the best way to generate true passive income streams. Through ETFs or exchange-traded funds, you can buy a basket of shares in different companies in one trade. BetaShares offers Australia's broadest range of ETFs, including the Global Cashflow Kings ETF, ticker symbol CFLO, which lets you invest in 200 companies with high levels of free cash flow, such as Visa and Costco, in one ETF. You can learn more about CFLO and the BetaShares fund range by visiting betashares.com.au. Read the PDS and TMD on the website and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Australian Business Podcast. I'm Daniel Golubev. I'm Jordan Kittis. I'm Owen Rask. We're here to help you make more profit, find work-life balance, save time, capital, and grow your business. Every week, we drop the best tax tips, marketing hacks, growth strategies, and methods to help you grow. If you haven't already, take the free Rask Business course. Book a chat with me or Daniel at Grayspace. Or get in contact with us about business coaching. We also love hearing from you. So send us your questions and feedback using the resources found in the podcast player for each episode. Let's get into it. Jordan, welcome to this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you going? Good, mate. How are you? Good, good. We are joined um, live and in the virtual flesh by Alexander from Midcoast Yard Services. How are you going, mate? Good, good. How are you guys? Good, good. We, uh, we're going to chat to you um, about your business and, and what you're building. And hopefully the idea of this is that it can maybe inspire someone else out there listening to the show to, uh, to jump behind the mic and tell us a bit about their journey. Or you can have people that listen to this that might be in a similar situation reach out and see what you guys can do to cross-pollinate. But basically, we want, we're going to learn about your business. So there are no right or wrong answers. And if you don't know, mate, just say, make it up or say, I don't know. Or I'm yet to discover the answer to that question because we just simply, not all of us know every question, the answer to every question. And also... Um, Hopefully, we can depart some wisdom in this session and have you back in a few weeks and um, maybe present some other stuff to you. But to get the ball rolling, um, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and the business you've built, and then Jordan will, will ask questions. Ready, yeah. So, it's coming up to about a year now. I started um, in November last year. Um, it was never like, it was never planning to be my um, main source of income. I was working in some hospitality jobs, labouring for some people, and um, I couldn't quite get a job in the field I wanted to. So I just started looking out for work myself, and um, it started off pretty quickly. Within the first few weeks, I was able to support myself, uh, just finding jobs, just using Facebook mostly to start with. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been some challenges along the way. I'm not too far in, but we've definitely come across some tricky situations with clients or scheduling or whatever. Um, I'm also a student at university, so I've had some issues, you know, balancing the pair of those two. Um, hmm. But 
so far it's been pretty good. I I don't think I'd look back. I'm I think I'm pretty happy with where we're at. Mm-hmm. So you started late last year, 2022, mm. um, and so the business offers yard services. So I'm imagining things like mowing, um, basic landscaping. Like correct me where I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, any of that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. So um, I started off with the vision of landscape, like construction. Uh, but I don't have much experience in that. So I've done a few jobs here and there. Um, but it was a bit complex for me to start with. So I've went more into, like you said, lawn mowing, you know, hedge trimming, garden maintenance, mm-hmm. um, you know, tree trimming. And we're slowly looking to be a bit more inclusive for property maintenance. So that would be window cleaning, gutter cleaning. Um, but, yeah, just one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Jordan, you got any questions so far? Um, no, no. Good so far. Okay. Uh, out of curiosity, what are you what are you studying at university? Education, actually, it's not not related at all. But yeah, bachelor of education. Beautiful. Yeah, great. Um, okay, so you want to move more into like property maintenance and that type of stuff. Why is that? Um, I just feel there's a bit of a need for it. Um, I'm in a town, and it's not like a city where you've got loads of options to pick from. Um, when small businesses you know, pack up and move, you've got this lack in the market where there's certain aspects that you can't really fulfill. So like reliably, these low um, labor roles like window cleaning or gutter cleaning, it's not, there's not always a business there for that, uh, not reliably anyway. And I'd be, be looking to fill those shoes with, you mm. know, providing those sort of services. So mid-coast um, meaning Port Macquarie and surrounds or? It's, it's a bit further south. So um, started in Foster and we're servicing pretty much Foster to Taree at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how far is that roughly in kilometres? Kilometres, oh, 30 to 40. It's a bit of a stretch. Um, yeah, cool. Slowly yeah, reducing my service circle um, just makes yeah made it a bit easier to start off getting business from everywhere. But as I go along, it's nicer to travel less. Yeah. Do you have a um, work car? I've <laughs> I started at the back of my Forester, so it's been a journey. I've slowly, <laughs> uh, slowly started to add, you know, trailers and all that to it. But um, all the gear as well, like everything, I've just had to buy up front. So yeah, yeah, we get a work vehicle in the next year or so. So how many days a week do you work then on the business? Um, actual laboured hours, like on on job sites, is about two to three days a week. It's mm-hmm. not full-time just yet because I've got placement with uni and this and, yeah, it's hard to balance everything. Um, mm-hmm. But coming home at night, I'd probably do, I'd say close to 30 minutes or an hour of just, you know, record-keeping. Um, I like to post a fair bit to my social media and keep in mm-hmm. touch with my clients. So there's a bit of um, scheduling. There's a bit of maintenance on the, the mm-hmm. back end. Mm-hmm. Um, how much... Uh, you don't have to tell us if you don't want to. How much do you turn over each week for the business? Well, just recently we've had a bit of a change. So to start with, it wasn't wasn't nearly as much. It was, you know, probably close to three to five hundred, and that was enough while studying. Um, but as the expenses grown, I'm near and closer to a thousand a week now. You're great, um, mate. Well done. Would you would you know what your profit margin is on that? Look, it's hard for me. I haven't. I've got like a lot of the numbers there and the expenses and whatnot. I've I found it difficult tracking the difference between profit and um, like my wage. Um, so as I've got more data, like I've been a bit more 
diligent with recording what I earn and stuff. Um, I'm able to slowly figure that out, but the profit margins are obviously higher because I don't have much overhead yeah. or you know employees or anything. In terms of tracking everything, are you using a zero? Was it a spreadsheet? Are you just writing it down? Yeah. What's the process? Yeah, it started off writing it down. That's why my, t- my tracking is starting to get a bit better. I've um, started using Notion. Oh, beauty. Um, Notion's been pretty good just to have everything there, set out a template, just press it, you know, next template's up and I just fill the data each week. So that's my process for that at the moment. Hmm. And, so, it's um, like a, so it's like a weekly template where you yeah. just duplicate it and you've got all your jobs and your whatever? Yeah, I, I record a fair bit actually. Um, budgeted hours, uh, hourly rate, um, expected expenses, expected revenue, um, the time spent on jobs. I record a fair bit because I like to see what services are making more and what are, you know, killing my profits. And that's helped recently to up my prices and understand what what I'm better doing. That's really impressive, mate. Like, yeah, well done. Yeah, so early on to recognise that and to actually focus on it, that's very Especially, rare. Yeah. Especially those metrics that you just mentioned as well, like mm. fantastic budgeted hours. Um, as you continue to go on, it'll, it'll become a lot easier to identify. Um, well, some of the mistakes that we see businesses make is that it's just associated expenses per job. Call it, for, in your case, it may be fuel um, and, and just your labored hours and mm. you could supply a margin on top and that's it. The good thing about what you're doing is you're capturing everything, the insurance for your car, um, all the other associated car costs and tool mm. repair and maintenance as well. So, yeah, well done. Mm. Um, selfish question from me. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what type of uh, whippersnipper or lawnmower do you use? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <laughs> it's funny. I reckon it was the second week of my business and I went to this huge job and I was using this little this little electric whippersnipper, I'll probably not say the brand, <laughs> and it wasn't too great for the line of work I was doing. So I've upgraded to a Husqvarna. It's a commercial grade. It's 525. And then nice. I, lawnmower, I just bought one recently, the Honda HIU 196. So Is that one that um, electric? It like pushes itself? Self-propelled? No, that, that is the step up. That would, yeah, that is the step up, but it's the same um, <clears throat> It's the same build pretty much. Cool. What did that lawnmower cost you out of curiosity? Eleven fifty. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And do you find that that um, is helps you be more efficient on jobs? Are you getting jobs done quicker? Ah, uh, yes. And there's also much less maintenance. So, um, I like I said, I started with some some homeware equipment. You know, I was just mowing my own lawn, and I just started using that to mow lawns, and that wasn't commercial grade. So I found myself, you know, doing maintenance much more frequently. But now that I've got that, you know, there's reduced costs and just reliability. I know it's not going to break on me. Um, like, I feel like a thousand bucks a week is a is a good amount of money to be working uh, to be making while you're studying, mate. So yeah, pro yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's are a you, step up. It's yeah. a step up from before, you know, yeah. work in hospitality. Are you happy with it? Um, I am happy with it. Right now, it's it's decent. Like, obviously, you got to take away the expenses. That's not profit. That's revenue. Um, yeah. I, th- I still think there's room to grow. I think my hardest challenge is shifting from an employee mindset to a business owner. Like um, earlier on, I could tell you my labor rates, I was saying 30 to 35 to customers. And after expenses, you're not really making much. Even now, I think there's room to grow. Um, but I just think there is room to grow. I'm happy with what I've got, but I think there could be improvements still. Yeah, great. Great. Um, what do you charge? Do you have a fixed rate to charge? 
Yes. So um, we're coming to the spring. So prices generally do raise just because, you know, there's more demand for it. Um, at the moment, it's 65-ish per hour for gardening mm. jobs and um, that's for more ongoing work. I've got – I generally prefer to quote for, um, you know, one-off jobs like mowing the tree trimming and stuff yep. for sure. Mm. Yeah. Do you – um? Do you do, is it like almost exclusively like domestic style uh, yard services? So like houses and that sort of stuff or is there businesses in the mix too? I've got, I've got um, mostly residential. I do have about three commercial clients at the moment, which I find are definitely better customers. They're just a bit better with paying bills and um, mm. just more reliable. They just want their lawns looking nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sorry. Go for yeah, I was just going to say, um, on that, I know you mentioned before incorporating some other services. Have mm. you thought about um, like how that would work if you were to – because what I'm thinking is like maximizing average client value. So if you're going yeah. to do a lawn and they've got a, a driveway to do like a, a gurney and like a reseal, have you, have you given a thought to any of that stuff and other services that you can add to maximize mm. each client's value? I've got to say I have put a fair bit of thought to it. It's more about prioritizing. Um, whichever's best. I don't want to um, – going into that gurning is a fair bit of a startup cost and, you know, going into the second year of business, I don't want to chuck another five grand or something I might only use once or twice a week, whereas I'd rather um, probably double down on what equipment I do already have, which is a new mower and a commercial group sniffer and just probably lean into more um, cheaper costs for services. Can I ask in terms – just on that point that you just said that – um, the gurney or the driveway setup costing $5,000, what would yeah. you be charging for that? Um, oh, it's, it's and think, think, think the mindset. Think the mindset of not hourly but quote. Mm, yeah, um, not hourly. I, I couldn't tell you for sure because I haven't done it. Uh, but quotes, I think most driveways would go for 200 or 250 I'd say. Uh, you'd probably go higher. There definitely would be. Um, but I think that would be the average ticket for the sort of area I'm in. Mm. And you said off two sales a week. You, you'd use it twice a week, do you think? I probably could do, yeah. So five hundred um, bucks, five hundred bucks a week. Call it ten weeks to pay it off. Um, mm. Okay, cool. Sorry, I need to remember fact finding. No solutions, just fact finding today. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's good, mate. Do it. Yeah, that's why. That's why Alexander's here. He wants. Uh, he wants some yeah, answers. No. He wants some answers to some questions. Um, okay. Go, go for it then. John. No, go for it. Go for it. How did, your, um, how did you find your three commercial customers? Um, yeah, like really good paying in terms of like you send a bill. There's no questions asked. It's just, all right, that's what it takes to pay it. Whereas particularly earlier days, you'd pay like you'd send an invoice to a customer and they'd just be like, oh, is this all? Is, did you include this and this? And it would be tricky to try and get payment. Whereas commercial, it's just a bit more reliable, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Um, did they find you online or how did they come to um, you? So, yeah, most of my work has either been word of mouth or um, social media branding. Like I said, I like to post a bit and I think um, that's spread around a little bit to get some awareness in the community. For mm. sure. Um, in terms of when you are going to customers and, again, thinking of that maximizing client value mindset, do you have like a pre-prepared sales script where there is upsells and perhaps some objection handles as well? Is that something that you do? Just, just recently. I don't really have a script, but just recently I've been trying to upsell an all-inclusive package to clients. So instead of – like they may ask me for a mowing 
service and I might just go like, you know, we offer fertilization, you know, herbicide treatments. Um, just, just, you know, just fan out the options just to show them that it's not just a lawnmower company. What did you call it? Sorry, all of what? Uh, there's fertilizing, um, herbicides. There's a few other um, sort of aspects. All, in- all inclusive? Yeah, all inclusive, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, cool. And what? And that would be like a, a meaningful upsell for you? Like would that be in the hundreds of dollars or something uh, yeah, look, it would add an extra a couple hours a month per client. So I would say, yeah, at least 100, 150 mm. Um, mm. a month. Cool. Um, now, you ha- so just on in terms of acquisition of new people, um, do you have business cards? I noticed you're wearing uh, a shirt there. Yep. That's I've the logo. A- yeah, I do, I do have business cards, but that's probably the extent at this stage. Yep. Yeah. Um, do you use services like Facebook, like the Marketplace or Gumtree or anything like that? Um, Facebook, yes. Uh, I found the local community groups to be really helpful. You just see people posting up an ad, looking for a gardener, looking for a mower, and that's sort of where I've gotten a lot of work. Um, yeah. But this this spring, this summer, um, I've got a bit more free time. I'm on uni break, so I'm looking to deploy some, some money and time into probably acquiring better customers. I know that I can get some leads on Facebook, but, you know, I'm not getting my pick of the clients there if I'm only getting a couple of leads a week. What do you mean by better customers? Well, if you get 10 leads through the door, you know, two or three of them might be a really good fit. Two or three of them, another two or three might just be really not within your budget range. Um, yep. But if you've got 100 in the door, you know, you've got 20 clients to pick and choose from that are really good. And you've got some options there, so I think that's probably Mate, what I'd be looking at doing. The way you're, you're way, the way you're breaking things down is great. Like mm. on that that number basis as well to, to mm. identify that if I'm getting a hundred leads and twenty percent are good, like the mindset's there. So yeah, I've done a, yeah, I've done a fair bit of research. Like I'm I'm out listening to podcasts all day while mowing, so I <laughs> listen to a fair bit. Yeah. Um, do you take notes when you listen to podcasts? Like you probably can't when you're working, but like do you? Yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah. I hear something and I've just got to get my phone out and just yeah. some notes. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just go out one ear to the other and just forget it. There's nothing from the Australian business podcast on there. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. Um, what about in terms of, so you're just, I imagine you've just got yourself an ABN and set up your business structure that yeah. way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Trader. Yeah, cool. Good session on that recently by... Two accountants. Yes, so I've heard. <laughs> um, and so there's no website, is there? Because when I was Googling it, I was coming up. Um, nah, no, okay. Cool. Walk, walk us through your online presence in terms of like socials. Um, Facebook and Instagram are the main ones. TikTok? TikTok. No, I would like to do that. I just haven't, yeah, I suppose I haven't just committed to it yet. Yeah, and the reason I ask that is because I've seen another um, lawn mowing service that does it. And this bloke, I don't know. He, I think he is an Aussie dude. I'm not sure what his name is. Might be Tim. He's a big, yeah, he's big in the and industry. He, and he knocks on the doors and just goes, mate, I'll cut, you, cut your grass That's for it. free. Yeah. I've done, I've done like, that once before. Yeah. But like the content that he generates from that, he's got hundreds of thousands of followers. And that would, you know, you're on uni break. It costs you nothing but time. Set the camera up and. Off you go. I love watching that stuff. I don't know why. I just find it so it's satisfying. It's just, it's <laughs> yeah. just satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like a haircut, right? Like it's, yeah. It looks good before and after. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, so Facebook, Instagram, you just take before and after shots and that sort of stuff. Yeah, more recently, I've leaned into doing some reels. Um, they haven't. Re- I've had one go off recently, which was a complete shock to me. Um, hit a million views, which is huge because no way. That, well done. Is that yeah. this one in the? Yeah, it's, it's one of the recent ones anyway. And it's I like you're taking some shocked. stumps out of the ground or something. Yeah, nothing special. <laughs> Just went up. 1.2 million views on that. Mm. Did that? I'm curious. Did that translate to anything meaningful? Uh, not customers. Um, just followers, pretty much. I I'd say I doubled my followers from that, which isn't huge in terms of 100 to 200, but for me that was a huge jump. Yeah, yeah. And even the the one after that, you got 10k as well. Yeah, so it might have translated to something big, but we'll see. We'll see. That's um. Well, I wouldn't know many uh, people that do lawn mowing that have 1.2 million views on a video. Um, I I would say though a big part of your business will be what you were kind of referring to before, which is word of mouth. I think uh, the business that you're in is like it's a relationship business more than anything else, right? Yeah. It's how well you can communicate and not just get the job done. I think that's the most important thing. Like um, I've got a friend that's um, does a lot of work in space. He's pretty successful. He's grown it really, really well. And, um, Every I've gone to work with him, um, not for cash in hand, ATO. Um, I've gone to I work. Know what you're talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I've gone to work for him, and um, just seeing him interact with uh, his clients is just like some, a sight to behold. Like he's out there, he's just greasing the wheels constantly. It's a big and that's just, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. like I'm over there on the tools um, with a snipper slaving away, but he's just over there, just like drumming up more business. And he's so, it's just so natural to him. That's, I can see why he's good at it. It's a, yeah, it's hard to get into that. I've just recently just, um, started not knocking on doors. Just if I see somebody out and about mowing their own lawn and they look like they're a bit old or something, I just offer just a lend of hand or just to speak and have a chat with them. And most of the time it turns out to be something, you know, a bit more meaningful when they just mm. refer it on to the next person. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I feel like, now that you've got an online, I think for you, an online presence will add legitimacy. I don't mm. know how much it adds around customer uh, acquisition. No, I don't think yeah, so. Agreed. But the legitimacy will be what is like, a, even if you just got a very cheap website that looked professional but cheap, it would allow you to start pitching for commercial jobs, which is a game changer in terms of income. Okay. Um, and so that's where you, like if you wanted to scale, I'd say that's the, that's like the next step beyond. So you should, if you want that, of course, you know, start with why. That's probably where you should start focusing your attention now mm. if, that's, if that's what you want, of course. Is that what you want? Like do you want to finish yeah, your teaching um, and go and do that or do you want to pursue this? Or No, look, honestly, I um, I want to finish the teaching degree, but after uni, I'm going to stay with this for a while. Um, you know, I'm young, I'm fit. I want to give this a shot before I go into teaching. You know, I've got the ticket. I can do it whenever I'd want. Yeah, um, awesome. But, yeah, I've got the... You know, I've got time ahead of me, so this takes five, ten years to sort it out, and you know, that's how long it takes. Yeah, awesome. yeah sure. Sure. If you were to wave the magic wand and fast forward twelve months, what would be the ideal outcome? If it was um, to focus on the business itself, yeah, yeah of course. The, like, if um, money wasn't an issue, what would be the perfect scenario? Look, ideally, I'd like because I know I'll have a much more commitment next year to uni that I've got to do. So I would like to be working just two days a week but I'd like those two days to be with an employee or somebody that can work with me, you know, on and off. Um, and in terms of revenue, I'd like to be 
I think it's achievable to hit 2K a week um, between two people in two days. It's um, it's not easy, but I think ideally hitting 2,000 a week in revenue would be a large goal, but achievable with the right sort of approach. Um, so it'll be like a, a, a subby for two days um, and then you, yourself yeah. will be working two days as well? Two days with me. I wouldn't have them going out doing jobs for me. I just I'd love them to work with me because I don't really have the facility to send them out on their own like it's just not that option yeah. yeah um with so in terms of synergies uh so what would they bring to the table it might be obvious what would they bring to the table that you can't do yourself uh well the obvious one is more labor more labor hours um you know that would bring more profit to the business um secondly a more of a selfish approach it'd be more enjoyable i'm out there every not every day but you know every week by myself and um i've trialed having a few people help me out and it's nice to have somebody to chat with um i do have a, a friend that is quite knowledgeable in the area and i feel like that would be nice to have him working with me a few days a week and he's interested and that would probably be the next steps of the next year or so mm. um I imagine there'd be quite a few uni students if you could spin this up, um, like a lot of second mm. year, first year uni students that would be looking for work that would be, you know, not on weekends and pays them decent, you know, yeah. coin and all that. Mm. Um, how much would someone like this cost, do you reckon? Just if you don't have an answer, it's um, okay. But. No, I've, um, so I've, like I said, I've had some people help me out here and there. I've paid them 30 an hour, um, which I feel is quite reasonable, but I just, when they've got their own full-time jobs, and they're helping out in the week and it's like a I find that to be quite valuable to me you know it's like thank you for coming out in the weekend and helping me out because they're mostly friends yeah yeah for sure that's great um cool and um sorry Jordan go um in terms of that two days a week and having two people with you uh, sorry having one person working with you do you think you'll be able to get double the work done there considering you don't want to send them out by themselves not double. Um, from what I've seen, the efficiency would drop to about 70 to 80%. And that's why I've got to consider um, closing my wrap density so there's less downtime. Because um, right right now, my work is you know sporadic over two different towns. Um, but closing that to one area, say either choose Foster or Tyree, it would be much more efficient and it could be close to an extra 100%. Uh, yeah, it'll, okay. never, it'll never be perfect like that. So considerable amount on travel time at the moment? Considerable. Um, some days, you know, I'd say one day a week, definitely I go to Foster, which is about 40 minutes each way. Uh, but once I'm there, most of the work is in the same spot. Yeah, cool. Um, uh, yeah, I, was, I can't remember what I was going to ask you, but that's okay. Um, so have you had anyone mentor you or work with you on the business? Like anyone? Not, not directly. Um, I do have a good friend. Will, he's got a business in lawn mowing in Foster. Um, he's been a good help to me. Uh, I've talked to him here and there, um, but, you know, I don't like asking him too much because we are direct competitors, but he does give me some guidance on, um, in terms of, like, the actual work itself, you know, gardening and lawn mowing. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, in terms of businesses that you look at in the industry, are there some around you that you think, wow, that looks like a really impressive business? There's one called Outside In Property Services. That's a large one. Um, like the name suggests, outside in, so they do interior and exterior property services and they're quite well established. So I think they do well. I think they've got a good business going on. Yeah, cool. Um, and what 
from okay, so you said they they could be like doing well. Um, what makes you think that about them? From my perspective, uh, seeing their work vehicles out and about, you know, there's obviously a few of them signage, uh, their Facebook and Instagram. Well, I know Facebook following is quite large, and um, just from you know what I've seen talking to you know the mower shop, you know, that's one of their biggest clients coming in for servicing equipment, so it's just yeah, that's what I've seen. Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, to go back to, I guess, record keeping and, and accounting, do you find yes. that um, you're getting paid? Like, say you were to come and do a job for me today, is, are most clients paying you straight yes. away? Uh, if they don't, I've just dropped them. I've given them a bit of warning, um, but I've come to realize that that's not the type of business I want. If it's something I can control, I'll um, change it. So I've had some clients not pay me on time and I've been very clear with them. If they don't, then we move forward and just, yeah, we part ways. What are your payment terms? Is it cash on delivery? As in like as soon as you're finished, you're collecting payment with like a terminal of some sort? Uh, initially, that was the go, uh, but I've just found it to be more efficient with um, sending invoices. Perfect. Yeah, Henry. I use Henry and um, yeah, it's oh, yeah. nice. They don't have to be home. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the big one, isn't it? A lot of them wouldn't be home. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In terms of your week, do you break it up? Like, do you um, time block your week so you've got, you know, your Mondays are for planning, your Fridays are for invoicing, or like, do you, like that's an example. But like, how do you how do you do that? Do you think about that? Um, yeah. So, big one is planning around uni. So, whatever days I've got to be at uni, I'll fit that in around there. Um, I'd say this past uni session, I was doing, you know, set days in set areas. So, cut down time going to certain areas, and then. Some days I do the record keeping um, and just general invoicing, um, just checking over what I've got for the week ahead pretty much. That's cool, man. Awesome. And you mentioned before that um, your partner's helping you with scheduling. Are you using yes. a ske scheduling app or is that just um, – what's so, the process? Yeah, Jamie, my partner, fiancé, she's um, she's helping me with scheduling using – we were using this – CRM called Copilot. It's American based, but um, we found it to just be a bit complicated for what we've got going on right now. Mm -hmm. um, but just using the calendar, but there's probably an area to improve on. But I'm not sure if I want the overhead each month going out, you know, 30 bucks a month for something I can manage at the time being. Mm. Cool. Yeah, because 30 bucks a month, that's exactly what I was going to the software piece that I think we may have spoken about before that I was going to suggest. <laughs> which which yeah, software yeah. is that? Which software is that, John? Service mate. Service oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That is good. Um, and the reason that I, I say that is I get the and, and that goes back to, to the mindset you were speaking about before, but if that software costs you thirty dollars a month, but it can save you or call it thirty bucks a month, but it can save you five hours a month, it then becomes worth it given you're charging sixty-five dollars an hour, seventy-five dollars an hour. And yeah. also considering that it, you can do your invoicing from there, your scheduling, and it's it, it's really good in terms of what the um, client facing. So you can send the client, organize a client to receive a text message when you're on your way to the job. So it can just help you sort of leveling up mm. that perceived service um, that you yeah. offer to clients. That's actually something I had in mind. The perceived value for a client, I would like to sort of improve that because as I am increasing my rates, I can't just have everything stay the same. So that's probably a good point, having the automations. Um, yeah. Is that ServiceMate provides automations? 
Yeah, yeah, they've got all of that. And I, I just think, again, just shifting that mindset from employee to, 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 to business owner, that's going to be a big one where it's reinvesting that money back in. Mm. I, again, there's a lot of things to consider when reinvesting money back in, especially when you're at uni, um, don't know the living situation. But if you can afford to do it, then yeah. I strongly suggest it. Ready? Mm. Okay. Mm. I'll definitely look into that. Yeah. Because you might find that in a year from now that – the most optimal way to go forward is to make use of all of these tools and have your own system. Whoops, I mean, have your own system that basically relies on you as the sole operator. But it might be hyper profitable in comparison to just trying to scale people, which is quite difficult that's, to do. That's something yeah. I've been considering as well. The difference between getting like a highly profitable business with just a few people with me, compared to you know growing it to something where I'm not working in the business anymore. There's just people. It's yeah. um, it's there's less challenges being, you know, your sole proprietor with some helpers out. Yeah, absolutely. And it can be, you see this in most industries, I'd say, particularly service-based industries where they scale really quickly and then they just say, this is not how I want to live my life and they come back down to maybe yourself and one or two others that are here and there. But, um, mm. yeah, and what I've found so far is that the the people that are really successful at running those scalable businesses, they think meticulously about some of these things early in the journey, which it seems you're doing anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what I've found. It's so, mm. it's so true. Having that, that you know, you can be a, a, a one-man band and have whether it's one apprentice and you can be making as much profit as someone who's turning over a million dollars or one and a half million dollars. Yeah. I, I think people really underestimate that, like from mm. what I've seen as well. Having it just yourself, if again, if you've nailed your pricing, you've nailed your scheduling and your processes, the profit margins can be so much higher and mm. so much less stressful than running a, a team of three or four people, yeah, for the same profit, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, let alone the stress, you just need to yeah. make sure you're, bit, you're, you're comfortable taking holidays in, in your winter, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and not over <laughs> summer because it uh, grass gets long over Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking two weeks now for parental leave. Oh, congrats, yeah. mate! Congrats. How are you? How are you um, finding that? You're still getting calls. Yeah, I've been, I've been very clear with clients um, to say what's what the approach is. One commercial client I've had to um, service. It was a very brief service, but I sort of feel guilty for taking time out to go and do that. But you know, sometimes you just got to keep the business in order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't have... worked that one out either. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people that uh, l- listen to this show, all the business owners like us, yeah, don't worry. Mis- misery loves company sometimes, and we just got to do what we're going to do. Um, yeah. But congrats, mate. That's that's wonderful news. So, um, and it presents a whole different set of challenges as well. Um, okay, so I feel like I've got a lot that I'd be happy to go on. Um, mm. Jordan, is there anything else you want to ask Alexander? Yep, I've got some questions. Um, so yep. we've touched on invoicing, the sales process. Um, yeah, pretty much. And you're tracking everything in, in, in Henry. Um, yeah. Bad debt. I'm guessing there's not much bad debt because you're just cutting clients if they're not paying you, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, bank account stru- structure, if you're comfortable yes. talking about it. Yes. So that's actually... So the thing I did call you about a few months ago was regarding bank account structure. I, I, I was running it all from my personal account to begin with. And as you can tell, it's a nightmare in terms of claiming expenses, tracking stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, separate business, um, separate business account. I actually use a separate bank as well for that. So it's very, Beautiful. you know, 
structure. Mm. Do you have a, just that one transaction account and a savings account or just one transaction account? I have a transaction and a savings, but I've now switched to three. So transaction, savings, and maintenance. So I just put away the maintenance costs um, for things. So I know Beautiful. they're covered. Okay, great. Well, what we might do then, I think we've got everything. We we need to go away and, and put some thoughts together for you. And um, we've got your goal for the next 12 months, which is great. I think you've... Based on what you've said so far, mate, uh, I know you listen to a lot of podcasts and take notes and all that sort of stuff, but you're in a very, very, very good position um, in terms of your knowledge and understanding of your own business and the things that you've tried and how you think about things. I, that's just speaking for myself. Um, I agree. Thank yeah, you. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's To be honest, it's probably, well, it is. It's rarer than it would seem. Like you've done a really, really good job. And um, I think you should pay a lot of credit to yourself, mate, to still be at uni, have a business that turning over a thousand bucks a week. Of course, you've got expenses and these types of things. Um, I think that's a wonderful thing. And I know it's a lot of hard work, but I think there's a lot of opportunity in front of you to get what you want out of it. Like I think, to be honest, you'll probably get it, that out of it anyway, just based on what you're saying and where you're going. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll check back in with you in a couple of weeks. And if, we, um, if, if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. Great. And if yes. anyone... Anyone listening to this is uh, from everywhere that I've yeah. just mentioned. Um, reach out to him. There'll be a link in the show notes to his Instagram. You can check out that 1.2 million viral video that we just <laughs> referenced. But also you can get in contact if you need someone for yard services, property maintenance, whatever. Get in contact with him uh, and and say good day. And um, Jordan and I are going to look forward to, to working with you over the next few weeks and months, mate. I think it's great. Happy days. Happy days indeed. So, mate, thanks for taking some time to... Thanks for taking some time to chat to Jordan and me. Of course. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. I think this series is best served with my free business course on RASC education. My free course includes all of my notes, templates, employment guides, legal documents, marketing strategies, software recommendation, and ideas for starting and running a small business. Finally, if this podcast or the course helps you, I only ask that you please help me by sharing it with one friend, colleague, or family member who runs a business. Thanks for listening.